I don't know what it is about the pandemic. Everybody is riding bicycle now. So <laughs> yeah, I know. I saw your bicycle there. So yeah. a couple of guys were riding bike and they they invited me to come. I'm like, bro, man, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not about that life <laughs> yet. <laughs> yet. Okay, so um, thank you all for coming on to the podcast today, um, Life on Purpose. Um, today, I have um, Esso the Kid. And, and you know, if you, if you know, uh, you know, gospel hip-hop, if you know a little bit of hip-hop, especially in the UK scene, um, and, and he's, he's cer certainly global at this point, um, you would know Esso the Kid. And so, you know, I'm, I'm actually excited. I, and I was just telling him earlier that I, I, I'm a true fan. I, did, I didn't realize it was in the day I saw him when I saw him. And then after the fact, I'm like, yo, that is Esso, the kid. So huge fan of Esso. Um, Shilm is his first name. And obviously, you yeah. Google that, so you know that. So, um, so uh, and what we do on the podcast is we ask, um, you know, the folks that we're interviewing to tell us a little bit about the self, about themselves. And so... So I'm gonna turn it over to you. Just tell us a little bit about yourself, sir. Yeah, man. Listen, it's a it's a pleasure to to be here, to to talk to you about you know being a Christian and in, in in the marketplace and being a Christian just in you know in this post Christian context that we're in. So for those who know me, my name is Esso. Um, I am a artist, Christian artist, artist who's Christian, whatever whatever word right. uh, you want to kind of label me as. Um, I'm a husband, I'm a father, I'm a son. So, you know, the things that are outside of music that um, that people see. So yeah, man, I just love, love, wanna, wanna love people, wanna share my faith with people, wanna see people come to know Jesus um, and wanna make him known everywhere. And I, I you know, I, I think I make good music. <laughs> yeah, you do make good music. Um, <laughs> and yeah, man, I think, you know, ultimately it's just about uh, leaving a legacy. It's kind of like my, mm. big, my big theme of life. Uh, for the last, I don't know, three three years since my daughter came, uh, it's about leaving a legacy and making sure that when I'm gone, um, you know, there's something that at least my family will be remember will remember me by. Um, and first, we want to we want to obviously uh, put faith and this um and allow faith to be this deposited into the hearts of you know my family and my friends, but. Ultimately, it's about leaving, you know, financial legacy as well yeah. and leaving musical legacy for the people who are listening to the music and um, and and leaving wisdom legacy. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, so a right. bunch of things that my dad taught me, you know, rest in peace, my father passed away when I was 16. Oh. Um, they still ring true to my ears now. Right. That's wisdom legacy. Right. Um, you know, relationship legacy as well. Oh. Like, I'm, oh. I'm, I'm still benefiting from the relationships that my father had, mm. you know, now mm. at 33 years old. Mm. Mm. That's that's somebody who was intentional about leaving a legacy of relationships. Probably mm. didn't, he didn't think of it like that. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because he's, you know, Nigerian. They, you know, they value relationships a little different than than yeah. we do over here right. um, in America. So like I, for example, like my uncle, we went to went to the Thanksgiving in Philadelphia and my uncle and my dad right. was schoolmates. Hmm. They, were just, they were just friends in school. Got it. And now he's your uncle. And now he's my uncle. Actually, more than that now, he's kind of like my father, honestly. Hmm. Hmm. Um, 
And so when I when I first started coming to America to do music, you know, because I was like, I got to do music, blah, blah, blah. Right. The person that let me stay in their house rent free was this man that went to school with my dad. Wow. Lived in America. My dad lived in Nigeria. Somehow, some way, the relationship maintained. Right. And because of my dad's legacy with him, I was able to benefit off of that. And so, wow. Uh, you know, like I'm, I'm just kind of like trying to be intentional in that space as well, because I see it. I see how my dad and my mom, like, and how I'm still benefiting from, like I can walk into certain rooms and say, I am Ade's son. And because I say that, wow, certain doors will be open. That's, that's, that's relationship legacy. Right. Um, and so I wanna, you know, I'm trying to, I think at this point in my life, I'm trying to like figure out, and I think I've done that to a certain extent, but I wanna be more intentional about doing that so in a, in a nutshell wow. this, is why, this is who i am you know you know thank you so much for for unpacking that and and really just talking a little bit about yourself about your family and for those who listen to this podcast and kind of read my blogs um they know that i you know i've i've, I've personally structured my life around buckets obviously life is uh, our life is fluid um and, and in christ we are fluid by his direction but for me personally, putting life in these buckets helped me kind of be intentional about what's important to me. And for me, those buckets are, you know, faith, fitness, family, focus, finance, and friends. And uh, faith is my relationship with God and Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. Fitness is my, my health, my relationship with my physical and mental health. Uh, family is obviously my relationship with my, my wife and my, my three wonderful children, parents, mm-hmm. and, and those around me. Uh, focus is my relationship with God's plans and purposes for my life. So, you know, and, and I'm going somewhere with this. And then there's, you know, my finance, uh, finances, my relationship with my money. And then friends is my relationship uh, with, with those associates around me, the fellowship of brethren mm-hmm. that Christ has asked me to, uh, to do life with. You know, and as, I, as you were describing, you know, who you are, you talked about leaving a legacy and the importance of leaving financial legacy, right? Which is oh, yeah. one of my Fs. The, the importance of relationships and the relationships that you had with um, your uncle and still have with your uncle. And, and even before we kind of went live, you talked about a relationship that, you know, you've had with someone that we both know. And, you know, oh, yeah. and, and, and that relationship from a family standpoint is, is, is true to the core. Then obviously your, your relationship with um, skill set that God has given you, you know, your, your, your music, your talent. And, and that's, you know, if, if I may, certainly project that as your, your purpose, your focus, you yeah. know, the, the thing that God has, has really used you to, um, to really do. The other thing I just, as I was thinking about when you were talking is, um, you know, you talk again, talking about leaving a legacy, you know, for your, for your daughter and everybody else. And I was thinking about, you know, Mark Battison, who is, uh, you know, an amazing author, pastor um, of a great church. He's written so many great books. One of the things he talks about, and it's almost like he writes in every book, but he talks about, I want to be famous in my home first. Yeah. Um, you know, I want to be famous in my home sure. first. And, and, and that's kind of how you started off by talking about even a legacy. And so uh, truly impressed. I mean, you, you, you're the real deal. It's not, wow. it's not, it's not uh, any superficial, you know, yeah, I, yeah. I'm, I'm going to just say this, but obviously folks don't know this, but when we logged in, uh, your, your, your Zoom name was different because it was, <laughs> it was, it was like life group A or yeah. B or something like yeah. that because oh, yeah. you teach Bible study on a yeah. weekly basis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, uh, I do. You know, you're in your church, so you're the real yeah. deal. It's not. Yeah, just... I think I think I think it's important, man. I think I'll say this: I'm a I'm a Christian before I'm an artist. Beautiful. Right, I'm a Christian first before I'm yeah. an artist. Yeah. Um, uh, and the artist thing is going to fade away at yeah. some point. You know, yeah. it's going to disappear. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm gonna be 50, 60 years old. Yeah. Or you, 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 old pictures. All right. Saying, You'd be oh, like, like old trying to drop another you know album. Saying? Like, look, <laughs> look at what Daddy used to do. Kind of right, vibe. Right. But I was hip one time. You know. <laughs> exactly. Ultimately, yeah. like I'm a believer first. Right. Um, yeah. and you know, one of my one of my passions is to see people, you know, take the Bible seriously um, and for the Bible to affect how they live, not just know it, head knowledge, but also a heart knowledge and then apply it with their feet and with their hands too. So um, yeah, every Monday, you know, we, we're kind of just yeah. going through the Bible and, you know, we're, we're studying that. And it's, it's good because I'm teaching, I'm teaching predominantly people who are over 45 years old. Um, and so, you know, they're hungry. They want to know what that means. And thankfully, I have a degree in theology um, from Durham University. Shout out to my, shout out to my. Look my at own. that. See, who would have uh, thunk it? You have a degree in theology? I do have a degree in theology. All right, I do, now. I do, I do, I do. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, so that's, yeah, man. Outside of just, you know, being a, being an artist, being a, a businessman and all, all of that good stuff, like, um, I want to be a Christian first. Yeah. Um, and I want, I want being a Christian to dictate how I everything do else. everything else. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm saying Jesus every song or every Jesus every second in a song. Yeah. Uh, just means that how I how I do my artistry is influenced by my faith. How I do my business right. is influenced by my faith. Which means I'm not you know I'm not taking people's monies. Why I don't need to take people's monies, right? Right. Right. Fair right. business deals. Yeah. Um, I'm not, not only am I doing fair business deals, I'm going to be over and beyond. Right. Uh, for, because Christian charity is a thing. You know it is saying? a thing. It is. It is um, a thing. So that's yeah. you know it's kind of well, like, that's pretty cool. You know, yeah. and, and and we'll get into more of the questions here, but you know the way I I describe it for myself is you know those six Fs I allude to. Faith is the core, and then everything else builds on that. It's like an onion, and the innermost layer is faith for me. So yeah. today we want to talk about transcending the game. Transcending the game is what I'm going to call this episode. You know, and uh, again, coming from the angle that you are a globally known hip hop artist, and you know, I, you know, as I was preparing for this interview, I was thinking and looking at you know your your, uh, your body of work and. You have two new projects this year, uh, you know, one solo and one partnership, and we'll talk more about that. But I realized that um, on my music app, uh, both new projects um, have um, actually, I think it's the, 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 the first one. The first one has a yeah. different descriptor. Elder Road. It, yeah, 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 yeah. So it's, it's more uh, Larry Jean, uh, Larry Jeannie Crescent. It's Crescent, more of a, yeah. yeah, it's more of a worldwide as opposed to a hip hop sure. rap. And so, yeah. you know, I, I say that to say, you know, in your in your career thus far, uh, in your young but yes so elaborate years, you've you've moved, you've you've morphed, keeping faith as your core, you've morphed in general. So I want to talk to you about, you know, marketplace ministry. And obviously with your theology degree, you understand exactly what that means. What mm -hmm. what, what what is marketplace ministry and you know, how does that come into play to what you do? in the music industry? So I think, I think for me, um, I'll say this early, early on in my, in my career, right. I was 
so fixated with you know just just making music like just you know i just want to make the best music i can make and you know whatever happens happens i didn't really think through like a lot of the stuff that i'm thinking through now and that might be that might be because of age i was young i had no responsibilities i you know like i wasn't able to uh do certain things i just well, free just you're just young you're free you can do whatever you want right. um but as, as i kind of got older i started to realize hey man look you're in a space you know the and i and i think because because of digi the digitalization of music has made uh, marketplace ministry or being a being a Christian in the marketplace um, and the marketplace can be anywhere it can be you know your work your workspace where if you work at Google if you work at IBM wherever you're working right if you're if you're an artist and you have to go and do a, a concert at South by Southwest which is a non-Christian arena but you, you know you're still there you're performing your music you're doing what you need to do mm -hmm. um, but I think I think because of you know like platforms like Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube, so on and so forth. Um, the access to music, regardless of what belief system you have, is so easy right now, right? So for example, you know, when I first came to America in uh, one of the first times I came like 2015, 2016, mm. I started seeing that my, my, my songs were going crazy on Spotify. Like I'm talking about like, I was doing a, a good amount of streams and I guess they noticed they being a Spotify and start adding me to certain playlists, non-Christian playlists, Christian playlists, all around, all over, all over the space. I was like, damn, like how can I get there? Like they're mm. being the Spotify building, right? <laughs> uh, right. Um, so I found the person that was adding me to these playlists, mm. um, and I guess now it's you know I would say like it's, it was a faith thing, but I was like, yo, I'm gonna I'm gonna go meet this person. Right. I'm gonna I'm gonna go to the building. Wow. So I told him, I was like, hey, what's up, man? You know, me and him started talking. I was like, yo, I'm going to be in New York. I had, I wasn't going to be in New York. <laughs> you you, put, you manifested it. You yeah, I wasn't going to be there. I wasn't going to be in New York. <laughs> right. Um, but I made sure I went there, you know what I'm saying? Right. Because um, not only do you have to represent well um, right. as a Christian in, in some of these spaces, but you have to take, just take the opportunities as they come. Yep. Um, because sometimes they may not, it may not come again. So, you know, like, through that, like, you know, through that, we were fortunate to get on like probably the biggest top five playlist on Spotify mm. um, in that time, just because of that relationship that I built and that step of faith that right. I took, really. It's just a step of faith. Like, hey, I wanna go do something, take money out of my own pocket. So I took faith, but I also took action. I did, I right. took, I, mar I married Ooh. the two, you know what I'm saying? Ooh, that um, Paul right there. Yeah, yeah, so Without I married works the two. Is dead. Exactly, so I married the two and I, and I went and you know the Lord rewarded that, and so yeah, I would just kind of say for me, it's just it's just been it's about I think being a Christian in the marketplace is just about being intentional. Mm. You know, I'll, I'll say that that's kind of like the main thing, man. You know, yeah. um, you can't you can't just be happy to be there. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. you know, and I, and I think there's a lot of that going on, and I probably I probably fell victim to that too um, mm. because it's very easy to just be happy to be there because yeah. you've worked. Ooh. And you've worked for something, and then you know you get to a space. It's like, oh, I'm here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm smiling. Right. Um, but the reality is, okay, cool. How can I be intentional about yeah. the space that I'm in? How can I be intentional about the people that 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 God is allowing to talk to me? Like I'm, you know, when you read, when you read the scriptures, you see Paul using language like this. He'll pray that the Lord opens a door for the gospel right. to be shared. Mm. Um, right. So when that door does get opened. You gotta, you know, share something. You gotta, yeah. you know, 
question or, or you know, put a seed, ask her. Like I had a conversation with um, an artist maybe like two or three days ago. He's not a Christian. Mm. Um, and he's like, yeah, man, just hit me up anytime, man. I want to just chop it up with you. I'm going to take him up on that offer. Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to take him up on that. Because Good. I want to, I want to engage with that. Like, right. um, and I don't, I don't want to be, um, I don't want, I don't want to be in Christian bubbles, mm. you know? Um, and you know, I, I, and I think for some people, here's the thing though, here's the thing. I, I think that sometimes we think that if we go into the world mm. and the world sneezes on us, we'll catch a cold. Ooh, say that one so more by, time. That's yeah, so, no, so by that, that one more time. I'm sorry. So by that, I mean, I just mean that if we, we think that sometimes if, if we go, like if we go into the world and like, you know, we go out with right. Christians in these spaces, um, you know, the world is doing what the world is doing. Like non-Christians are doing what they're doing anyway. We think that uh, because we're in those spaces, right. we're going to contract some whatever sort of world, whatever it is that they have. Um, catch, and maybe, catch, the, catch the Omicron variants. Yeah, or exactly. And for some, for some believers, that's definitely a case because I've mm. seen that happen. I've seen that happen. Um, you actually have a song about that, which I thought yeah, yeah, yeah. was really deep. One, yeah, of your, I've seen, one of your friends. I, that yeah, was one yeah. of the, I appreciated yeah. that song. And I've seen that happen. And that, I think Jesus even warns us about that, right? The parable of the sowers right. is partly that. Like when, you, when you're going into a space and then you're not, you're not really grounded in the word and then like the cares of the world, mm-hmm. just that's a real thing. Like, yo, I go, I go into the space, my work, my job, they asking me to work more hours. They're increasing my pay. Right. Uh, work, drinks, this, that, and a third. Like it just be like your faith might just become something like shipwrecked. So I've seen that happen. But also right. on the flip side, what what we should see happen more is the positive of that, mm. of going into a space yeah. and coming out unscathed. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, and that happens in two ways. I think it happens one if like some people are. Uh, deeply discipled, um, like deeply, deeply discipled. So like, you know, we're talking about, you know, we're, we're, we're talking about like, you know, leading Bible study on a Monday. Like I, right. I can tell you that there are a lot of artists, Christian artists um, who are doing Christian music, but don't go to church. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I, I, mm. They don't go to church. Mm. Um, and then we wonder why when they go into the marketplace, mm. they come come out scathed you know what i'm saying mm, right. um so if, if there's a if there's a deep foundation of of deep discipleship of people who can just check you like hey man like you said like i, I did a i did a forbes interview um this is i'm not bragging nothing i did a forbes interview <laughs> your so dude like, uh, everybody like yes you could do a yeah. forbes interview go ahead and then you know as I'm, I'm saying certain things in the interview then my aunt called me was like yo like what do you mean when you said this Mm. Um, that's deep discipleship, mm. right there. That's people who can mm. come and check. Pair accountability, you know, just to you know like, just to validate that. It's, yeah, like what you, you, know, what you, you mean didn't get you caught up that? in the middle of you that. You didn't get caught up. You didn't get right. caught up, and I'm just happy to be here. Dang, I'm in Forbes. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Right, like, right, which is, yeah, it's understandable it's if you get. Yeah, it's understandable <laughs> it's big, if you bro. get that. Um, yeah. So I think that's that. And I think obviously, like, just having yeah. a, a, a deep relationship uh, with God that that supersedes whatever the world offers. Yeah. You know, um, you, you say that so well, and, and I love the phrase you use there, deeply discipled. And, and Paul reminds us that, you know, uh, we should be transformed by the renewing of our minds. And, and, and we're, we're, we're to go out there and, and be, 
to be a light onto the into the world, not not to be uh, hidden under a bushel, and not to be quenched. Our fire should not be quenched. Yeah. Um, oppositely, we should be the ones being the catalyst for others. And one of the things you touched on was, you know, kind of being intentional about your godly assignment. Um, and, and and I like how you talked about it. Should we shouldn't just be okay being there or getting to a place of you know, measured success. Uh, but when we get there, you know, first off, affirm that God opened that door. You prayed, right? You said it. Mm-hmm. You said, Paul said, pray that there will be an opportunity to share the word. And so you prayed, God answered. He, he brought you to that stage. Now, yeah. what are you going to do with it? And I think that's what you're doing amazingly well, if I may say, you know, and I, and I want to connect that to, you know, the story of Daniel, right? And we know the story of Daniel is, you know, uh, there's a great book that I'm reading right now. I'm trying to look around, see if I have it. Um, <laughs> but um, Daniel in Babylon. And actually, I've been reading it for some time. I pick, I pick chapters at different points. Um, and it basically, you know, the story of Daniel is, you know, kid was kidnapped amongst uh, al- along with a few other brothers and, you know, taken. And because it was so smart, they were brought into the king's court and, and trained to be uh, the extremists in this new mm. world that they belong to. Like, literally, you go from a deep, uh, discipled faith to now be so knowledgeable in, in this extreme world that practices a completely different faith. Um, and, and Daniel did it, but he did not lose his origin. Yeah. He did not lose his integrity. Can you kind of just talk about that? You know, again, being a, you know, a theologian <laughs> and a you know, Bible so study funny. guy, you just touched a little bit on, on that Daniel story and how, how, how real life that is for you and maybe others that are in this uh, space transcending the game. Yeah, I think hit the thing. We we will be surprised how many Christians there are in the marketplace mm. that are successful, that are deeply rooted, but still in the market. I, I could think. I think of right now like Denzel Washington, for example. Right. I think of him. I think of Letitia Wright, right. um, Shuri from Black Panther. Right. I think. I think of that. Like these. Chadwick Boseman, like, yeah, these are believers, like Christian, Christian, like not no, like, like half. No superficial, right? There's no superficial. No, no, these are Christian Christians. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Like, these are like, you know, the type of you know, the guys who just get to the awards show, they just want to thank God. No, no, these are, these, these are the guys <laughs> that are like, like <laughs> are genuine, yeah. they're not the typical, but here's the thing though, like, you know, are we ready to even see that form of Christianity? Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because the truth of the matter is we, we think that Christian means big Bible, Christian t-shirt, saying Jesus every five seconds. We think that's what it means because like right. that's in our mind is what it means to be unashamed, right? You start right. screaming it from the rooftops. But really it's about how do you how does your faith navigate your work? Mm. Like when they tell you to cheat on your taxes. Right. Like how does how does your faith navigate that? When when you get into an accident and they tell you lie that you got whiplash, how does right. your faith navigate that? Because you could get more money. Right. When 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 uh when a scene comes and it goes against your faith, like how does your faith navigate that? Like like to me, like I look at people like that, and there were a bunch of other artists. I think about another artist. His name is Michael Kiwanuka. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a Christian. He he is rich. Like his music is. Deep, like I think of him, and I think he, him, and um, and I don't know where these guys are on their faith, but um, the guys out of Austin, um, 
favorite colors. Oh, what's all my favorite colors? Oh man, well, come back to me. But uh, yeah. Kuanaki, he's a believer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But are, are we ready to, like, are we ready as Christians to see, like, oh, that's a that's a believer too? You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So, like, I, I think I think the story of Daniel and like other other people, um, even even in in today's culture, um, are showing that you can maintain your faith while at the same time being in Babylon. You know what I'm saying? Like you remember, remember, it's not a positive thing that they're in Babylon, by the no, way. It's no, not. It's, it's, it's not. Like, it's not like they would much rather be. not. They exactly. would much rather not be. But we sometimes we have we got that, we got that backwards mindset. We want to be in Babylon. They don't want to be in Babylon. Um, Say that one more time. They we have you know. that that backwards. Yeah, we got a backwards we mindset. We want to be, they don't like that. We want to be in Hollywood. We want to yeah, be in don't. this. We want to be um, yeah. which is nothing wrong with being in those spaces, you know what I'm saying? Because like I said, there, there are guys who are in those spaces and they're they're Christians, um, they're living out their faith. But we have to also remember, like Paul says. Anybody who wants to live a godly life will suffer persecution. Like it will happen. It's not an if, maybe. It's one of the promises in the Bible that we don't like to read. Right. You know what I'm saying? That we don't like to like take hold of. Like, oh my gosh, man. Like, so there, there's probably a level of ostracism that comes with being um in those spaces. There's a level of like which there is, you know what I'm saying? Like, like the Forbes interview, the lady was like, oh, Christian rallies. <laughs> like, you know, for every for every one Forbes interview, we had probably ten no's. Wow. You know what I'm saying? So sure, wow. yeah, you're getting you're getting certain doors open and this, that, and the third. But there's a there are a lot more no's than yeses. Um, it's just that we don't we don't put the no's on the gram. You know what I'm saying? Like, right, oh right, man, we right, just, right, right. We just go told no by, by this company <laughs> or that. We don't we yeah. don't get that. Um, right. And there are opportunities that artists like myself don't get because you know. We're Christians, yeah, um, and we want to make much of Jesus um, in some of our songs, right? We want to talk about our faith and how it affects our lives in some of our songs, and um, and I, I know, you know, the teachers kind of put it out there as well. Like, there's certain scenes that she won't do. There's certain things that she won't do because she's a believer. So, guess what? That's going to come with ostracism. I was actually going to ask you about that. You know, there, to your point, there are certain um, places that you get nose for. But there are also certain things that you say no to just yeah, because exactly. you're a believer and because you're so a Christian. You yeah, know what I'm saying? So, like, there there are certain artists that want to, you know, that that want to work with me, and I'm like, mm-hmm. I can't say that. You know, right. I can't work with you. Like, right, right. You know, like, look at your imagery. Like, it's satanic. Like, I can't, I can't right. vibe with that. You know what I'm saying? So the right. money's there, though. Right. The money's there, but it's like, yeah. man, look, I'm a I'm a Christian. I can't I can't do that. You know. Right. So yeah. I think I think yeah, just. I think like always being mindful of like, hey man, this isn't it. Like, like the places that we say we want to get into, like it's not it at the right. end of the day. Yeah. Um, at the end of the day, and every everything is gonna get burnt, rebuilt, renewed. Um, and so we just need to kind of have that, like have our careers with with the open palm, not a closed fist. Um, and ask that God would. Do what do what he would do in those spaces, you know what I'm saying? Like, and be and and other Christians who are not in those spaces, right? Because I think I think 
for a long time, right, Christians have just done this like secular, sacred divide where it's like, no, no, the earth is the Lord's, everything belongs and the to God. Like, thereof. You know what I'm saying? Everything belongs to God. Like, so right. I can go be a banker. It's about, I can go, like, I can go be a pastor. I can go be a banker. I can go be an actor. It's about what I do while you're there. Those spaces. It's about, yeah. it's about how I act when I'm in those spaces. It's about what I say when I'm in those spaces, not just being in my bubble. Yeah. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Um, yeah, and you bring that full circle, Esso, because you talk, you talk, you started talking about you know not being in your bubble, and that's the latter point you just made here, not just being in your bubble. Do you think? Oh, all right, let let me ask it this way: How do you think folks who are currently in that bubble um, and want to, you know, uh, grow out of living in a bubble, want to grow out of you know, every statement is bless you, bless you. And not that there's anything wrong with that, you know, and I hope nobody gets me wrong on this, but mm-hmm. you know what I mean? But out of, you know, not being exclusively in that bubble and actually being able to um, share the gospel with people. Like, I guess, let me say it this way. There's, you know, you go to church every Sunday or whatever the case may be, and there's an altar call, right? Yeah. And if there's the same 300 people that attend the same church every Sunday for the past 52 weeks, and they've all given their life to Christ 10 now. years ago, like who's coming out with all the call, right? Yeah. You know, I yeah, mean, yeah, I think yeah. at that point, you know, yes, it's discipleship and growth and all of that. And that's part what church is, but you know, the message of the good news should also be spread. Right. So well, let me, let me say yeah. this. I'll say that um, Christians just need to do what Christians in history have been known for, mm. which is this letting your neighbors know that you're a christian mm. you know like some sometimes we 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 want to we want to go out and do evangelism like we want to go to the street corner we want gotcha. to we want to you know go and hand out tracks but tracks our our neighbor don't even know that we're christians mm. like they don't even know we've never mm. we've never invited them to the home for a meal you know mm. so if you read the book if you, i think it's the book of luke uh, the gospel of luke or mark like in the gospels you see jesus christ is either in in a meal right. coming out of a meal or on his way to a meal wow that's how he's interacting with people break bread food breaking bread food wow. food so as we as we just do what christians in the past were doing <laughs> you know opening their homes breaking bread telling people about jesus because remember early church couldn't say come to church yeah. They couldn't they couldn't invite people to church. Not because there was no church. There was church, but their neighbor would probably want to kill them. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because Christianity, people yeah, were getting was killed. Uncommon. Yeah. yeah, it was uncommon. People were getting killed for their faith. Mm. Um, and so what did they have to do? They had to build Christian communities and show something different mm. to the culture that the culture hadn't seen. So at that time, the culture culture's never seen such a diverse group of people, mm-hmm. every tongue, every tribe, every nation coming together in harmony, worshiping one God and saying they're going to share their goods with one another. Right. And whoever has a need, there's no need, there's no lack. Right. So, so they go, yo, I want that. Tell me more. Mm. I'm intrigued yeah. by this now. I'm intrigued. Yeah. Give me more. See, yeah. we, you know, I don't say we as critics, like, well, some of us are trying to get what the world wants, but in actuality, we should just... Here's what we have to offer. We, we've, got, we've got a community 
We've got a community that looks different, especially we live in America right now where racial tension is on a million percent. Like it's on a million right. percent. Imagine what happens if the church well, actually to work the nomination would work together um, and, and do what Jesus said. He said this, that by this, they will know that you are my disciples. Who is they? The world is they. Mm -hmm. uh, if you love one another. Yeah. yeah. So if we, if we displayed love to one another, guess what would happen? People who are not Christians will want to become Christians. Wow. That's, that's what he said. He said that. It's yeah. not me. I didn't say that. Um, right. So what can we do to get out of that bubble? I think we can. The first thing we could do, the immediate thing, is just let people know that you're a Christian. Right. And just let your neighbor know. Just, just let your neighbor know that you're yeah, a Christian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, you know, you, you, you say that well, because there's always this whole um, desire to, well, let's just you know, let's go to Africa. Let's go to Asia. Yeah. It's like nah. your neighbor do it in your next backyard. door doesn't even know. Your neighbor next door doesn't know that you're a Christian. Yeah, like just, yeah. and just because they, they when I say know that you're a Christian, I'm not talking about, hey, I'm a Christian. I know what you mean. I'm talking about inviting them in. Let them see your life. Yeah. Bring them over to dinner. Cook them food. Yeah. Hopefully Talk your life them. is something to be an example. Yeah. No, no, of right? course. Yes. Let your life be an example. Yes. Yeah. You know, yeah. yeah. I was trying to say what didn't need to be said. but Yeah. No, you know, I'm with you. I was just yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm yeah. saying like, you know, do that. Right. You right. know, like I, we, we had a neighbor here um and the multiple opportunities this is how people can miss it i've missed it too multiple opportunities for the gospel to be shared right mm -hmm. um and then this guy you know we don't live we don't live in the hood at all there's right. no hood in this this little place that we live right here mm -hmm. um but he just on a different for some whatever else he was different his mom owned the house she let him stay there okay um one day he overdosed mm. um and so his friend is banging on my door, bop, 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 bop. I'm like, what is, who is going on? Long story short, I have to tell them the address of where we're at, because huh. his friend doesn't know. Ambulance come, I see him. I see I see my, my friend, my, my, my old neighbor. Mm -hmm. um, and he tells me, yo, man, you don't know, you saved my life. Guess what, that's, a, that's an opportunity. Wow, right. That's an opportunity, but I missed right. it. Mm. I was too busy. Mm. Mm. Before you know it, he moved away. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So now, you know, we've got we've got neighbors where, you know, we're trying to be intentional with at least one of our neighbors, like, hey, come right. to the house, come and come and talk to us. And we've had conversations. Look, look, it's not my job as a Christian to save anybody. I can't save anyone. Yep. Right? I'm not I'm not the Holy Spirit. I'm not God the Father. Um, so all I can do is just sow that seed um and allow and allow God to do his work. And so I guess when I'm saying that, yo, let your neighbors know that you're Christian. I'm not. I'm not. That, that that's not me saying. As soon as you see your neighbor, go share the gospel with them. Right. That opportunity might come. Right. Um. But nine times out of ten, it might just mean you being uncomfortable because there's a, there's a level yeah. of like comfort that even I enjoy. Um. That we have to be uncomfortable in certain things mm -hmm. if we want to change and get out of the space that we kind of feel that we're in if that makes sense it does it does absolutely i appreciate you um sharing that you know one of the things i wanted to catch you on also is um you've been in america how long now just my fifth year this is your fifth year okay so yeah oh that's interesting so uh, you and uh, Dimension about the same time, give we or are, take. We are the same. We are yeah, the same. Wow, that's interesting. Same, I didn't even think about far. that. Yeah. So you came, you came from the UK, right? About yeah. five years ago. This is your fifth year. Um, how how is that 
change your perception on really this transcending the game. In essence, you know, I, some of our audience are folks also in the UK and some in Africa, all over the place. But what what difference is it for you um, living in the UK versus living here in America when it comes to you know being able to marketplace ministry uh, yeah. on a daily basis? Well, I will say that you're talking to um, someone a few days yesterday about this, and I say, yo, I I, I had to leave. Mm. to 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 see it was possible mm. you know what i'm saying um you know if if, if i'm being kind of open and honest like i just didn't see anybody doing it in the Ooh. uk you know what i'm saying no no that nobody was people people probably were doing it um but nobody like was doing it where like you know you could you could earn a living making music and it could be your job Wow. Like, that's just not even something that, like, at a time, even... Got it. People didn't even know, like, oh, we could do that? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Wow, like, wow. We were, we were young, right? So it's right. like, you know, we just did it. We weren't seeing it as a business. We weren't seeing mm -hmm. it as that. And so I had to leave and um, come and see other artists and talk to other artists over here who were more established than me and seeing how they built their infrastructure. Um, and then even before I, before I fully moved, to the states, I went back to the UK and I told my guys, "Hey, look, guys, we can do merch. We could do shows. We could do right. like we could. We, we could, could do like, a lot. Like we, we could, could actually do, do this. We yeah. could do it. Um, and some caught the vision. Some, you know, life happens as well. That's yeah. another thing. Like, you know, and I was telling this guy that yesterday, I was like, "Hey, man, look, you know, people had to pay mortgages. People had to provide for their wives, provide for their children. They can't be doing shows." like two or three times a month, like London's expensive. Yeah. <laughs> it's very expensive. It's like living in New York. Right. It's expensive. Um, and at that point, the the industry wasn't what it is now. Um, but, you know, as it is now, you know, there are a lot of artists who are doing very well. Um, and a lot, of business, a lot of artists who are making a living from their music. Um, but I, I would just say to them, like, you know, Make sure you're you're ready to diversify that portfolio. You know what mm, I'm saying? Make mm. sure you're ready to diversify right. that because, you know, as COVID has taught us, mm. the world could shut down any minute. <laughs> any minute. Back any to that minute. leaving a legacy financially. That's what you're talking about. Right yeah, now. yeah, yeah. The world could shut down any second. And so if you put your eggs in or put, put all your eggs in one basket, which I did, mm. um, you start to realize that, hold on, wait, if you don't do shows, you don't make no money. Like, how are you yeah. going to do this? What are you going to do? Yeah. Um, and obviously, like, for sure, the Lord will do what the Lord does. Amen. That's, that's just who he is. Right. Um, but there are certain things that you too can do yeah. um, to, to circumvent that. So, yeah, no, I had to, I had to leave, man. And I, still, yeah. I had to realize that, hold on, wait, you know, majority of my fans were in America. So, yep. um, so you know, like, 2015, I, you know, talked to my 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 girlfriend then now wife like, hey, I want to think about moving to America. Like, what you mm -hmm. think? And she said, you know, where you go, I go. Kind of. There right. you essentially, go. Essentially, um, and so you know, now we're here now, and we're we're we're, we're making money from music. We're paying right. taxes. So the things, the things that, the things that me and my friends sat in our house talking about. Right. Like, hey, man, wouldn't it be great if one day we made a living off of music? Enough to pay taxes. No, like, enough, like, enough to pay your bills and live. Right, like, right. We, we literally just, all we wanted to do as kids. Mm. Like, we wanted to do do our music 
and right. live off of it as right. a career. Right. Um, and thankful, thankfully, God has allowed me to do that. You know what I'm saying? That's awesome. And, you know, more doors are opening, more different ways to, like, I feel like I've just, essentially, I feel like I've just scratched the surface yeah. um, of, of this iceberg that is the music business. Um, and, you know, as, as more and more doors open, it's my, it's my desire um, to show other people now, this is how you do it. Yeah, yeah. This is how you do it. And this is how you can benefit and feed your family and send your kid to gym school and right. Montessori, whatever you want. Like, you can do this. Right. You can do um, it. You can, you know what I'm saying? So that's where that's I'm at right up. now, man. That's that's awesome. All right. So, um, so it begins. So it continues. So it ends. Augustine's legacy. Larry Ginny Crescent. Level up. Yes. Which one did I miss? That's that's it, right? That those are that's, the projects. That's, that's it. That's those it. are the projects. But now here's here's where I want to get at. The last two projects. Can you talk a little bit about it and how they're different um, yeah. from the, the 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 previous projects? So I would say 2021 was my off year. Hmm. It was my year where I wanted to experiment and and see see what I could do. This year I um I released a live album. Which you you know you missed yep. that, but you know it doesn't count. You know, live in London, it's there. It's live there. in London, that's right. Live in London, it's right. there. Right. I I started a uh, an indie band um, because you know what actually made me go full time in music was an indie band called Hudson Taylor. Hmm. I was twenty five years old. My my wife took me to this group. Two boys, two two white kids from Ireland. <laughs> hmm. And they might have been like 20, 21, whatever. Wow. I don't know. Not on radio, none of that stuff. And they sold 800 tickets. I'd never seen it. I'd never seen that in my life. 800 tickets. Yeah. And so again, it's not going on radio, back to that, nothing. Nothing, nothing. Again, it's going back to that having to see it to know right. it's possible. Right. Right. So I saw them sell, the, sell it. I was like, dang, like, Wait, yeah. if they could do it, how can I? You know I, I like, mean, you're global. <laughs> well, no, I wasn't at that time. I wasn't. Oh, okay, got it. I was 25. Got it. When I was 20, I was young. I didn't, like I'm saying, like, mm-hmm. I hadn't seen stuff like that. So, like, I hear these guys, like, making obscure music, niche mm. kind of vibe. You know, people say Christian hip-hop is a niche. It is. They yeah. Making niche kind of vibe, but they, they reached their audience. They pinpointed who their audience were, and they reached them. So, at that point, is when I started going... Uh, full time. So, you know, because of my affinity for like indie folk stuff, I formed a group called Our Future Glory. Um, and we, re- we released some songs this year. Uh, and then on top of that, you know, being Nigerian, um, kind of loving Afrobeat recent years, I wanted to see ultimately this, this is what happened. Like, I wanted to see if I could. So I tried. Um, and and I, I, I did it. And yeah. so, you know, Larry Guinea, Larry Guinea, Larry Guinea Crescent is the road that I grew up on in Nigeria. Right. Um, the, the cover is a picture of me and my sister on a car, on, on a car or a well. I'm not sure which one. OK, I remember I remember seeing that in the notes. Yep. Yeah. A car or a well. Um, and it was just, you know, like one of the hey, here's some Afrobeat songs that yeah. we've been working on. We actually started Afrobeat Project in 2016 but we scrapped it so we this is kind of like revisiting that um and so like you know i think 
Afrobeat is is a global um, it's a global sound right now, and it's authentic to me too. Like, yeah, you know, I think one of the days where artists just has to do one thing, but you can just you only have to be a rapper. Like if I want to yeah. sing today, I'll sing. If I wanna, there you go. Want to make Afrobeats? I make Afrobeats. And so that was what that was. And then the Level Up project is a um, like this year. I've really been focusing on my music being in TV and film. And so I did that project with Kanata Small, who is probably one of the most decorated sync artists. Um, he's been on Fortnite, made the made a theme song for Fortnite. For goodness oh, wow. Sake. Um, billions, rampant, like every every NFL, every and NBA, MLB, everything you can think of, he's done it. And so when when they kind of approached me to like, hey man, we want to release this project because me and him made these these songs together. We're like, hey man, we want to release this project for TV and sync for TV right. and film. I was like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like no brainer. No Let's brainer. go. Um, yeah. And so that's that's kind of what that what that project is. But now as I'm kind of getting into 2022, um, I'm getting back into my, uh, no, I'm in my rap bag. I'm, I'm in there fully. Um, I'm back creating, you know, like the stuff that you kind of grew up and then enjoyed from the beginning The stuff that I, you know, now I'm like, hey, cool. I had my, my, my little fun year. Let me get back to, well, you know, to, I, as a fan, and I, I don't know if I speak for 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 all your fans, but at least this, for this one fan, I I, I truly enjoyed. Um, and I hadn't honestly, I hadn't heard Level Up yet, but um, Larry Guinea Crescent, and maybe no, that's no. because Same. I'm also maybe that's because I'm also Nigerian, right? Like I could yeah. relate. Like I, I mean, and you said it best. Afrobeat is global right now. It's a sound yeah. that is well recognized, and um, it was real. It was rich. Um, you know, and, and, and so, yeah, I mean, certainly, you know, do you do hip hop and, and, you know, no, uh, but I, I, and but I also, please you know, don't leave that. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. Now I have to like, we'd like to hear more of that when you, when yeah, you get a but, chance you know, to. <laughs> I think also, you know, like Nigerian man, I also wanted to kind of like, yeah, be in touch with my roots. My grandma yeah. passed away. Mm. Um, and so I wanted to like, you know, part of it was like dedicating it to her too, like music that I know she would enjoy right from right. me. Um, but also, you know, I have a lot of fans in the continent, uh, on the continent. I have a lot of right. fans in Nigeria. I got, you know, got a lot of fans that around the diaspora, right, uh, right. in Europe that are West African or Jamaican. Right. So, you know, it's not it's not foreign that yeah. um, I made an Afrobeat project because I had already been making Afrobeat songs, right? You know, like every year, I think I probably dropped like one or two. Mm -hmm. um, so I was like, you know, let me just do it. Yeah. I can. Why not? Yeah. Why not? No, why not? And it, it was an amazing project. So I'm glad yeah. you did it. Yeah. Why not, man? So that's what that is. But yeah. you know, 2022, we back with the. All right. Afro, some Afrobeats. All too, right. Man. All right. We'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll take you. We'll take whatever you bring. We, 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 yeah, we yeah. just wait. I have a signature question and it's the last question I usually ask. And that's what I'm asking this season. Um, so you, you shared, you know, you're 33, right? And so what would you tell, what advice would you give a 21 year old version? What advice would you give you about the future? Um, you know, just sitting next to your 21 year old version. What would you tell yourself? Boy, there's a few things I tell him. <laughs> All right. 
attempt to leave that girl alone. She don't love you, man. Leave that Ooh, girl alone. Okay. She don't love you. That's the first, the first thing I'll tell. Okay. Her. That's okay. the first thing I'll tell him. Like, leave that mm. girl alone. She don't love you. She may not even be your friend. I don't even think she knows it. Mm. Um, then I would also tell them, listen, um, pay attention carefully. Uh, mm. this is a, I'm reading Ephesians chapter 5, 16 to 7, 15 to 16. Pay attention, pay careful attention then to how you walk, not as unwise people, but as wise, mm. making the most of the time because the days are evil. That's what I tell them. Wow. I'll tell them, yo, make the most of your time. Not like clock time, like, oh, you got right. 24 hours in a day. Yeah. Not Kronos, no. Kairos. Yeah, yeah. Make the most of your season right. that you're in. Learn yeah. how to produce, yeah. mix, master. Like, hmm. Make the most of this young time that you have hmm. now with no responsibilities. You're not paying any bills. Hmm. Like, make the most of it because you're the preaching. days are evil. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. I think, yeah. I think we know, we, oftentimes we know the days are evil. Like, yep. you know what I'm saying? 21-year-old like, me would, be, would look at the world and be like, yeah, it's some evil times right now. Right. Um, but I don't think 21 year old me will make the most of it. Of that time. You know wow. what I'm saying? Wow. He wasn't making the most of that time. Like they, yeah. they told me about Bitcoin before Bitcoin was cute and sexy. Look it, look it. I just did it. <laughs> you just did it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They told me, about, told me about all these things before they were cute and sexy. Like before, people was telling me like, yo, you gotta get it. I didn't care. Wow. Like now I gotta, you know, get the money, like whatever money, I gotta hold it and do this. Just, and that. just, just give, just, just let me be here. Just give me a nah, little bit. <laughs> didn't care. Wow. You know, so I say make the most of it. Mm. Look at, look at the climate that you're in. Always, always think five years because five years can go really fast. Yeah. Um, and we don't, you know, sometimes we, we, we don't be thinking about that. Like think about yeah. it like, you know, so I, I would just say, you know, just be, be mindful of that. You know, whatever yeah. you're chasing now, it's cute. But, yeah. you know, it's going to go away. It's going to go away. So, wow. you know, make the most of that time, bro. Like, just make the most of it. You know, if yeah. you if you need to go and learn a new skill about how to pick, pick up a camera, chronicle everything that you're doing, you're young. Like, you know, mm -hmm. not only so that you can, you know, put it on the internet and grow your YouTube audience, but also so you can have memories right. um, of people, you know. And I, I would say to him, don't just make the most of your time, like yourself developing your skills and mm -hmm. finances. I say, yo, make the most of your time with your family. Yeah. Not because anyone's dying, but mm. just because you need your family, even though you don't think you do. Like, you know, wow. you know, yeah. I, I, I kind of got caught up in that, in that individualism. Mm. You know, like very, very much so in that individualism. Like it's about me. It's not about you know. Sure, like I don't think I don't think people ever just say it's about me. Right. Like I'm just gonna do what I. It's just me, man. Like I'm. People do say I'm focusing on me, but really they still like have other people in their lives and stuff. Um, but like I would, yeah, I, I would tell the young me like, hey man, build that relationship with your cousins. Like you're the big cousin. Go build yeah. that relationship with them. Go yeah. talk to them stay in touch with your friends you know what i'm saying like these are the people that when you get older when your kid needs to go and see someone yep. guess who you're sending them to you're sending right. them to their they're sending them to your friends and now they're going to be your uncles and so like those type of things and you know so i'll say man like make the most of the time That's everything everything that you're that you're thinking about make the most of it um yeah. because the days are evil and they're only going to get worse Thank